Welcome to the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. From KennyWhiteSports.com, home of the power ratings. Yes, that's right, the power ratings, and they are great. We've got the infamous Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds, with us, me and Mike in the studio, talking to Kenny and Kenny, the Super Bowl. Well, was it everything that you thought it was going to be? <laughs> it worked out to be everything that I wanted it to be, that's for sure. Uh, and, I, and I know it worked out to the sports books. I think every book in the world was extremely happy with that result because I, most that I had talked to, I guess nine out of ten that I talked to before the game on Friday and Saturday, all wanted the Rams to win. But the uh, but the Bengals to cover the spread, uh, right. so they wanted they wanted the Rams to win any anywhere between one and three points. They really didn't want to fool around with the four, but if they won between one and three, they were going to be extremely happy. And then if the game went under the total, that was even going to be a icing on top of the cake, and it all happened for them. So big <laughs> big, big big Super Bowl for the books. Yes, yes, uh, Mike, you got anything for Kenny on, on the Super Bowl at all? Like maybe. The officiating? Oh, no, I'm not touching the officiating, Bob. Come on, that's you. Uh, Look, Kenny, a lot of people have made a lot about the officials, but don't you think that this game, in all honesty, went the way it needed to go? I mean, nobody really got screwed when it came to the officiating. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I, I, my eye for that stuff, I, I, I feel like, and they say in sports betting that you're going to lose a lot of games tough losses but you're, you're going to win just as many you know good games that way I don't know if that ever evens out but I feel like that way in the in the officiating I really don't I, I've never been one to criticize what they do I know that it's, it, it's a difficult job I, it really is I mean I've never been a, a football official but I've I've done baseball games before and after I did a baseball game I never criticized the baseball umpire ever again because it, it's it's tough I mean you really got to have a great eye for it and some people do some people don't now these guys are professionals and they're getting paid a lot of money to be to be but they they have gone through um, the rigors to get here I mean they have they've done their time to get there it's not like well, let's pick up Bob LaGrasso and we're going to make him an NFL referee tomorrow. It's not happening. There's people right now that are training around the world to try to be an NFL referee. And every year they're they're picking from the cream of the crop to, you know, bring into their organization. So they have the best. There is. So to me, if there's the best out there, there's nothing I can really criticize. They're just they're doing their job. And some people have a different eye for for different calls and. That's just the way it is. So I have never been one to I, – I, I pass on that. I just watch the game. I've never, ever said an official cost me a bet or won me a bet. And that's – I don't know. That's just the way I am. It's just everybody, Everybody's different on it, I think. Okay, well. Well, and I think that when you look at the, the big call everybody wants to talk about is the, the pass interference on Cooper Cup. Uh, well, look, that's a linebacker covering Cooper Cup. And if anybody thinks that a linebacker can cover Cooper Cup successfully without impeding his progress in the route, right. you know, I mean, it was pretty obvious to me that even even if it was borderline, you know, questionable, the referee's looking at that and saying, that's a linebacker covered in the best receiver in the game. There's no way he's, you know, covering Cooper Cup. It's clearly that he held him and impeded his progress. And I think it was the right call. Yeah, well, he either did or didn't, right? And, right. And, uh, it, you know, you're right. It is a linebacker. He doesn't have the same type of speed and cuts. But uh, 
if he's able to, he's able to. And yeah. if he didn't put his hands on him, that's you know, that's that's the way it goes. And my so. and my 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 thing was, hey, if it's not pass interference, then it's holding. So I mean, either right, either right, way, right, either right, way, one, one one or the other. So yes, yeah, I, you know, it's what it, who who was it uh, the Rams that beat the Saints to get to the Super Bowl three years ago on a. Yes. Uh, a crazy play that, that could have gone either way. I can't remember. What, interception or something down by the end zone? It was a pass interference. Another yeah. pass interference, yeah. Yeah, that they didn't call. I know Bob yeah. just got a stone in his shoe because it is the Cronkies. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's Bob right. remembers all this. You have no idea yeah. how, how hard it is for me to keep my mouth shut. I would not watch any of the post-game stuff. I did not want to see. I have not seen. Stan Kroenke receiving the Super Bowl trophy. I don't want to see that. He's a jerk. He's a joke. And I can't stand him. How's that? I can't. It cost his team a lot of money, I heard, uh, like three years ago after that Super Bowl. Uh, because uh, he, he he opened his mouth about uh, Todd Gurley having yes. arthritis in his name. Me, right. Yes. Exactly. Hey, you and know what? Uh, on he, our he last podcast. never po- said a word, he could have got a lot of money for Gurley. That's right. On our last podcast. One of the questions I asked was, would a wide receiver win the MVP, guys? Wide sure receiver did. won the MVP. Yep. Sure did. I would have never thought that uh, a wide receiver that had less than 100 receiving yards would win the MVP. I know. I, yeah, I think the two the two interceptions that from Stafford, I think if Stafford has one interception and not two, he probably gets the MVP. But yep. I think because he had two interceptions, that was enough to say, you know what? I think it was Cooper Cup that was the difference here, not quite Matt Stafford. So I think they got it right, ultimately. Uh, yeah, no, you're right on, uh, Mike. Uh, the two interceptions, that's exact. When I heard Cooper Cup won MVP, I said it was the two interceptions that got Stafford. And it might have been that seven-yard run Cooper Cup got on fourth down at the 30-yard line. That, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he had the big run, and then he has the two touchdown receptions. And he catches with the touchdown on the game when he drives. Right, so. yep. right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's shift out of that NFL Super Bowl cronky junk and let's move on to college basketball, Kenny, which Kenny's college basketball power ratings coming out every day, and they are glorious and great to, to, to look at. Kenny, is the ACC, you know, what do they have, one team in the top 25? or This is on the AP poll, not in the, uh, the, the power ratings necessarily they're really down conference do you expect much representation uh from them in in the the field of 64 boy it's amazing you got to look at my ratings and to see duke is the only team in the top 25 uh to make the to, to, you know have representation virginia tech uh, finally putting a run together and i had them at uh, number 26 right now wake forest at number 28 and that and that's it. I mean, that's that's their best. Virginia number forty, Syracuse forty one. Uh, they're very down. It is amazing. But I'll say this: that we know that uh, the ACC has always been a premier basketball conference. So they do have a lot of younger players. Um, they they do have a lot of young freshmen, sophomores. So these teams could improve here over the next three weeks. And so who knows? One of them may make a run in in March Madness. I wouldn't put that past them because they they still are a very good basketball conference. Oh yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. All right, we are the Sports and Sports Betting Zone, brought to you by Kenny White Sports. KennyWhiteSports.com, home of the power ratings. The power ratings are fantastic, but also. 
Kenny has a YouTube channel out there, folks. And we want you to get on there and start subscribing to the YouTube channel because he's got some great videos. And one of the vi- a couple of the videos uh, are of you uh, touring Vegas. And, and you know, tell people about that a little bit, Kenny. Touring Vegas? Yes. Your, uh, yes. Your, yes. Your 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 videos with uh, uh, where you're going to different places in Vegas and interviewing people. Yeah, that's why we've been around to quite a few places around town. Uh, Caesars and Circa, the two that we really have hit a lot because they've been very gracious about you know you know using their space and stuff. But we're actually putting together some videos about uh, the history of sports betting as well, um, from from Bill Dark's famous. Uh, Delmar Racing Sportsbook in North Las Vegas, where he invented the uh, betting totals on baseball, and uh, to downtown to a lot of the books that were uh, very glorious in their day, and all the way to the end of the south end of the strip, where we had uh, the Churchill Downs and, and Little Caesars, who were probably about a hundred feet apart in a little strip mall, but they took the biggest bets in, in the city. Those two books. Uh, took took whatever you wanted to bet. They they took the biggest bets anywhere in Vegas at that time. Those were standalone little dusty cigars, smoke filled shops, and, <laughs> but just a lot of you know a lot of a uh, lot of uh, uh, personality in those books. It was, it was a lot of fun. So we're gonna we're gonna shoot some videos like that. They'll be up that uh, give people really a good idea. And we got a lot of old pictures that'll be you know slipped in there because those books are no longer there. They've been right. plowed to the ground and uh, big casinos have been built over top of where they where those sports books used to sit. And you're also going to be able to get some of that stuff on KennyWhiteSports.com too, correct? We sure will. We'll have definitely a lot of those videos up on on the main website and uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, be a good off season. Uh, it's not even an off season. We still have March Madness. We got baseball season. Very excited about the ones. Hopefully, we'll get a contract signed here with the players and we'll get uh, get baseball started and then uh, you know onto the onto the football magazine and onto football season. All right, let's go to KennyWhiteSports.com, folks. Home of the Power Ratings. Get signed up for the Power Ratings. They are worth your while, especially in college basketball, right, Kenny? They are most most definitely because it gets you on the right track, and and you know even if you're just a, a eyeball test person, you'll be able to watch, look at the power ratings, and know your team's opponent and how good they are. That's what I always said. The power ratings are so good for everybody. People who love numbers and crunching the numbers and adjusting them themselves, or people who just like to watch. This way, if you're watching, you know how good each team is, and you know what kind of game you should expect. Absolutely. All right. KennyWhiteSports.com. All right. You uh, kind of led me in here with uh, your MLB talk there and betting. The designated hitter is uh, now going to be, well, baseball-wide in the National League and the American League now. And I'm interested on how you think it will affect betting on the sport. Do you expect the, the overs to hit a lot more? Do you think... The numbers are going to go up. Up the the run line. Do you? Do, what do you anticipate? No, it's not going to be the big that big a difference. The the designated hitter um, added a half a run to American League games. So yeah, National League totals will now be a half a run higher. Okay. It's not it's not going to be a drastic move, but I, I think it's good for the game. It's it. Uh, it'll do several things. Well, pitchers won't have to worry about getting hit now. Throw they may be throwing at more hitters. <laughs> than they ever have before because they know they don't have to go up and face face a guy on the other side. So, uh, But I think it's good for baseball because, hey, pitchers have a lot to do. Um, being prepared to be a professional pitcher, 
and we know they're not good hitters. They don't have the time to be a good hitter. Now, there's several are that, that guys that can hit, which is a shame that they won't be able to, but they will be if their team wants them to, like a Madison Bumgarner. If you want him to hit, he can still hit, but uh, I, I think that they'll end up, you know, definitely moving away from that because there'll be less time for those guys to hit. And uh, I, I think it's I think it's good for the game. I really do. I think it's the right thing. Okay. I agree with you 100%. All right, Mike's got a question about the NBA for you. Kenny, NBA trades, a lot of action going on. Obviously, the one everybody is knowing about and big on was the James Harden, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry trade, Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Look, I think Brooklyn uh, getting Ben Simmons gets a guy that can rebound and play defense, and I think that's what they needed more so than a guy like James Harden. Do you think that Brooklyn wins this trade, and do you think there's a reason that James Harden remains traded constantly? There's got to be a reason when you're <laughs> traded as much as, as he's traded. Uh, you know, and hopefully he finds a home. I, I, I do like the uh, pick and roll. With Harden and Joel Embiid, that's that's going to be that's going to look like Stockton and Malone from the Jazz. <laughs> Good really yeah. yes. It, it is it is going to be unstoppable. Those two guys, it really will. So that's going to help the, the the Philadelphia 76ers. But I think you're right. In the long run, I think the Brooklyn Nets got the better of the deal because Ben Simmons is an All Star. He is an All Star player. So he can't shoot. He's not a great. He can't shoot threes, and he's not a great free throw shooter. But he does everything else yeah. to the highest level. And he brings that defense. Uh, I, I think he's the right fit for their for their team. And it's it's they they get they have so many pieces right now. The Nets. I think it's going to help them in the long run the most. Were Were there any other trades that stood out to you? You know, I'm I'm looking at what uh, Indiana has done, and they've just decimated their team. Now Sabonis is gone. I mean, they have nothing left. What What is going on with them? Yeah, I was really surprised, and they, they were a fun team to watch at the end of last year. They were up-tempo, they were scoring 140, 150 a game, and um, it completely tried to revamp everything, and it didn't work, and they had the same players they had from the previous season, but uh, um, just Rick Carlisle I'm, I'm, was, wasn't the right fit for him, wasn't the right players for him. Right. Uh, nothing mixed. Uh, it's, it just didn't sit right, and... So they've they've torn that team apart. Uh, that's boy, that's awfully tough. They they really did have a good team. I I loved their team and the way they played the previous year. But Rick Carlisle was not going to play up tempo, run and gun basketball, and that's what the that's what the Pacers were built to be. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Do you think Sacramento is kind of building something here, Kenny? I mean, getting Sabonis and you add him with De'Aaron Fox. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is a guy that can get you twenty plus a game. He adds Sabonis. I mean, he's averaging over 18, so he's close to about 20 a game. I mean, if you're a free agent in the, in the next year to come, doesn't Sacramento become a little bit more of a better landing spot to win because you've got somewhat of a foundation built there now, even though they're not going to do a lot this year, looking at next year, don't you think this is a little bit better of a place for a free agent to go play? Yeah, definitely could be with uh, with Sabonis and Fox together, and add in Davian Mitchell, the guard from Baylor, who's really going to be a good pro. Um, they they do have some nice pieces, I think, in place to to be good in the future. So yeah, this would be a good spot for for one more big time free agent to sign at, uh, especially knowing 
that Fox and Sabonis are such good passers. Yeah. Right. That these guys don't need the basketball all the time. That that yeah. they're willing to give it up. So yes. that's that's big for them too. That's yeah. Absolutely. Great, great point. Yeah. Very great point. Now, finally, the Chris Paul injury. Uh, what do you think that's going to do to the West? Does does Golden State jump on this and take over? I think they will. I love Golden State right now with uh, with Clay Thompson coming back. Uh, Draymond Green will be back soon. They'll get James Wiseman back. They play the best defense of anybody in the in basketball right now. And Steph is uh, having his worst three point shooting year of his career at thirty seven percent. But he'd really <laughs> lit it up in the All Star game, and maybe that's the push to get him over the. Uh, over the hill for the second half of the season and, and having Thompson back and everything together uh, Golden State has the Splash Brothers again and they're they're going to be tough to beat I think they're the team to beat in the West uh, the other team that could could handle is the Utah Jazz I think the Utah Jazz have played great basketball year they're consistent day in and day out uh, that's going to be a tough team too so there there's a lot of good teams if Jamal Murray comes back for Denver Denver's going to be Denver's going to be vastly improved. They've been hanging around. Jokic has been been holding that team up on his shoulders by himself, and uh, here comes you know Murray back and Porter back. Uh, they're going to be a different team uh, yeah. in about a month. So that, that's another cronky team, Kenny. I can't, I can't them and the Avalanche and the Arsenal. Oh goodness. <laughs> This guy owns everything. Yeah, I know he does. All right, folks. That takes care of our show for today. The Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone with Kenny White from Kenny White Sports at KennyWhiteSports.com and the Power Ratings. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.